Hey, and welcome to the We Never Knew X podcast. This is episode 13 with Drees and Gabe. Lucky number 13. Hey, number 13. And tonight, we talked to my pa. And, uh, you know, we uh, asked him a few questions. And we just kind of listened to him him, uh, tell his story. And, um, but we keep it pretty basic, keep it simple, you know. Say we did a, did a lot more listening than talking on this one, which is good. I need to do that and do that more often. Um, but yeah, my dad's a dog trainer. Ryan Tolchinski is his name. And, uh, he's made a career over the past 20 plus years of training dogs and uh, moving up from different facilities and uh, different phases of life and all that fun stuff, all the while having the best son around. <laughs> but uh, today, tonight, we finally uh, let him come on the podcast because he's kind of been whining about it. So uh, enjoy, my dad. Okay, everybody, three deep breaths. Ready? Ah. Two more. Ah. Okay, last one. Make it count. It's in the belly. Ah. Perfect. Isn't is it, Sounds like steam escaping. I get so excited. Yeah? Yeah. Are you pumped? Yeah, I was I was pretty excited when we did uh the last one with Lucas. Yeah. I was just all like even though we had uh we were one mic short per head. But it, I listened to it back and it wasn't too shabby. A little clunky in parts. <sighs> yeah, it was a little clunky. It was clunky, but I think most of that clunkiness had mostly to do with the lack of a microphone. Yeah, I agree. So. And headphones, honestly. Oh, this guy in his headphones. I think it's true. I wouldn't know the difference, though. So. I was interrupting like a motherfucker. Well, that just could be your trolling nature. Well, not really. I mean, I want to listen to people. I, uh, I'm teasing you. Relax. Are we hot relax. right now? Uh, yeah, I'm just making some adjustments real quick. And then we'll uh, introduce our guest. Yes, we have another guest today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, introduce yourself, guest. <laughs> what do you do? Who are you? I think it's appropriate if, if you do the introductions. <laughs> um, so okay. our guest today Sorry. is Ryan Tolchinski. I'm just getting some things ironed out. And that name might sound slightly familiar because... Ryan Tolchinski is related to you, Gabriel Tolchinski. That's right. So we got my dad on, um, which we were making him hold out. Let's be honest. Because we could tell he wanted to come on. <laughs> but yeah. we're like, no, nah, let's just wait. <laughs> let's just wait. We know he's just waiting for us to ask because he wants to come on and yap. I I think he probably wasn't going to ask to come on until we had like maybe a hundred subscribers. 
and so now him <laughs> him coming on is a sim is just simply a sympathy uh, a sympathy like yeah. you're granting us with your presence through sympathy. How about that? No, Gabe asked me to come on before, but I said, "Do you have some sort of script, or have you <laughs> thought about what you're gonna <laughs> ask?" Question wise, is there gonna be something that you want to talk about? Right? Yes. Like I didn't want to come on and. Yeah, you just didn't want it to be a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, so. You're a man of uh, business, and business better be sorted before business is done. I get it. I like to fuck around sometimes. <laughs> but. but only with purpose. <clears throat> Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan Tolchinsky, Gabe's father. You... Actually, I'm kind of curious. Who is the person responsible for Gabriel's man hands? Yeah. Can we? Can I, I just know. have a little? Could you guys just hold each other's hands real quick? Like, <laughs> actually, more of like a sort of an ebony and ivory, uh, not finger interlocking, but I kind of want like, um, sort of like if you were going to ET each other, but then just palm to palm. Yeah, that's it. Palm to palm. I get a I'll get picture. a picture of this because <laughs> they're not. Oh wait, that's my flashlight. Hold on. All right. Just not. Uh, mine are not nearly that size. Okay, just ah. sort of give me ah. a, a tilt to the ah, left I'll a little. Turn there. Like this? Okay. Yeah, Ryan, Gabe's got you beat. Something's going on here. Uh, yeah, he has huge hands. He's got huge hands. How did this happen? I always had big hands. My dad had very. Yeah, your hands are big. Yeah, but thick. you don't look like a freak. Well, I don't have freakish legs or feet either. I know. What'd you? It was like giant <laughs> hobbit feet. Giant hobbit feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you took like a hobbit. And his butt size, and then you built a jaunet, a they're jaunet, big. A and Gabriel's butt is huge. But yeah, his legs and ass are huge. Yeah. yeah. Well, how did that, how did this happen? Because I know your wife, his mother. And Megan's dad has pretty good sized legs. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. But he's tall. Yeah, you he's didn't... a taller. He has pretty good sized hands too, actually. He, uh, Grandpa does have pretty. Yeah, that's twice What's the ghetto bird. What's up with this helicopter? It's freaking me out. We're on the border. It's, it's, it's the Brentwood Oakley border right over. there. I'll have Megan bring us preparations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Rich does have. Um, he's a big guy. Like he, he's not like big upper built, although he is now. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, he is yeah. pretty chunky. Yeah, but he so was probably a super lean back in the day, lean. But he has large. He's a taller guy, so he has bigger hands and bigger legs. And probably Gabe gets some of that height from that side of the family. Well, I will say, we're in this workout room. I do remember doing. Uh, what are those? What are these called? Quad extensions. Yeah. Quad extensions on that thing leg, right leg there. Extensions. Or leg extensions. And I would just at like eight years old, and I wouldn't count. I'd just do it, nice. and I'd see how many I could put on. How many ten pound plates? Little ten pound stack. And yeah. I would just crank them out. Man, if yeah. only TikTok was a thing back then. Totally. You know. <laughs> He, he did that once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's all it took. That's all it took. Yeah. 
Um, so, dad. It, it feels weird for me to ask my own dad questions. Cause Does it? A little bit. Well, why'd you want to have your dad on? So you own a business, and you chose to go down, uh, I would call it an unorthodox trade of dog training. Um, How old were you? Well, what... Did you did you what sports did you do in high school? Um, high school, I went out for football my summer into high school freshman year, and because uh, everyone said I had big hands and I was a <laughs> strong guy, and you're you know I used I was like a, lar- a little bit thicker of a kid, and so oh you'd be great you know on the football team, and I'd never played. Uh, any sort of there's intramural or collegiate type sports before maybe like a little bit of baseball as a kid you know everyone does like the whole you know baseball thing and maybe some soccer as a really young kid but like never uh not too much wasn't into football wasn't into baseball wasn't into basketball and but um played my freshman year went in to try out and did all that whole thing and <laughs> I fucking hated it it was fucking horrible. I wasn't, I wasn't into it. wasn't into the game. Had no real, uh, maybe even a lack of appreciation, but just no real drive for it. But I did, did play. Did, um, you know, went out for the whole summer. Did the whole lifting thing. Got really into lifting. Really enjoyed that. And that's probably what got me into like weight lifting and and training after that. But um, I hated it. I think they had they had a, a in high school they had a fifth quarter. You had like one, two, three, four, and then all the rejects that didn't play in the four quarters. You got to play in the fifth quarter. So I was a fifth quarter player. Was that on JV or varsity? No, varsity doesn't no. have a fifth quarter. No. Okay. <laughs> only only the, the freshman squad has the fifth quarter. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, that, yeah. oh yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember. Yeah, JV. Like, same it's shit. like, thanks, thanks for coming out and trying out, and thanks for being part of the dummies of the other people that can actually play football. Um, here, we're going to let you guys run a yeah. little rubber ball around for a little while enjoy it. But I'd, I had I had really no desire for it. It was not – I did it because people said I should do it, and I didn't have any – drive for it it's also worth a try too right yeah you know? i don't i don't i don't look back and regret trying out like i there was a lot of like i said i got into lifting i think because you know I, that was a lot we were in a weight room and because you're on a you're on a high school team so then you had you know weights as like you know something you could do as a period and so that was super cool i love that i love training i loved lifting all throughout high school i lifted i you know mm-hmm. i used to get up and well, for three or four years of high school, after after I got out of... Uh, or three or four. Which one was it? Did well, you it do was, three years of high school or four years of high school? I should have done five years of high school. <laughs> like most people do college, I should have done five years of high school. But somehow, like a lot of teachers were super nice and let me out. But they, um, but I lived... That got me into lifting. I did a lot of lifting in high school. A lot of lifting in high school. What uh, What kind of music did you listen to when you were lifting? Oh, when I was lifting? Rage Against the Machine. No, back in the day, um, <laughs> yeah. we didn't listen to music when you're lifting. Yeah. I was then you couldn't hear each other grunt. Yeah, people yell at each other, right? I mean, I, I, I started lifting in a gym that was like a really, it was a pretty well-known bodybuilding gym in uh, Dublin. So I used to get up early in Pleasanton 
they eventually shipped us to uh, Danville schooling. So I used to get up early in Pleasant. I used to wake up, I don't know, in five five o'clock or something, what it was, and I'd drive myself. At the point in time, I could drive, you know, and then I would take myself and drive to Dublin and lift for an hour before I went to school at like, I think, I'd, I don't know what time I had to be at school, whatever it was, eight o'clock or whatever it was. But So I'd, I'd like drive to go train and then, and then I'd go to school after, and then I lifted at school if there was a, a period for it. and So I was pretty into, like, lifting. Why? Um, well, uh, uh, what was it about the lifting or that uh, did it for you that maybe something like a football um, didn't do for you? Well, I had always been into more. I think I'd always uh, probably more. I think I was more introverted. I've always been social, I think, but I think I liked more one-on-one type sports. Like, I did a lot of martial arts as a kid. Karate? Karate. Karate. Oh, yeah. Miyagi-Do. Miyagi-Do. Yes. I did wrestle. I Cobra Kai? Re- Cobra Kai. Yeah, were you oh, Cobra okay. Kai or were you Miyagi-Do? He looked mm. like he had the hair. Mm. He had the hair and he had a watch tan. Was John Kreese your sensei? Oh, Ricardo's going to pull the fucking picture. Is <laughs> <laughs> it again? In his kata. Was John Kreese from Cobra Kai your sensei? <laughs> no, I hated that asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. By the way, Cobra Kai on uh, Netflix is uh, super cheesy and well done. No, it's and- <laughs> it's awesome. I haven't seen the the, the newest uh, series or the newest season. <laughs> yeah, the season three. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, three. Is, four. is it four? Three. It's trust four. me. I'm three, four, three, four. No, I thought three. there was three. Cobra Kai season three okay, dropped January first, eight, right. something like that. But so yeah. yeah, I did that stuff, and that was my <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did wrestle, so I wrestled, and uh, my dad did get us into wrestling early. So Granada and Livermore had like a well, they had a really good wrestling program back when I was a kid too, and. Mm-hmm. They um, they got us into it like when we were super young, and it never really took. And I think it never never took just because the driving was so much. From we lived like ten miles out of town, but I did enjoy that, and that was fun. And then I did get back into wrestling in in junior high, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, I think. And then started to do it after into high school, but was I was too much of a pansy ass. So my my I was so burnt. I hated football. I hate. I actually. I had an avert. I absolutely could not stand football, and football led right into wrestling. And so then I went, did my football thing, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to go to do wrestling. And I started with the wrestling. And the school we went to had like a – it was a it was a crap wrestling program. So it was not really necessarily ran well, and the coach was there. And the coaches that were there were like cool, but there was no real organization to it, and the team was super small. And so then I just bounced and started lifting. And I was, and then got into boxing. So then I, then, yeah. So then I, me and a buddy, Johnny Ochoa, and then it, me and him, and we did some box stuff. So we used to go out to Oakland and box. Nice. When do you think you, you stopped kind of doing all that? And when did, uh, when did, when did you become a dad? When At did, right age, I don't remember. 17, 18, 19? Uh, uh, no, I was, I, I was on a high school case. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember if it was... Uh... So you, you waited a long time then. 
Yeah, my mom and I were uh, like tw- uh, 21. Mm. That's not that bad. We were in the eyes of... Or 20, I don't know, 2021. I think mom... Yeah, something like that. 2021. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's a recklessly young age, but, you know. Is it? Is it, though? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a perfectly acceptable one, though. If you're going to... Yeah, yeah, like, you could do it. You if could you do want it. to do it, you could do it. Yeah, there's a lot of distension or controversy. What was what was it like when you found out found that out mom what? was pregnant? Let's see, if you're 20 years old. We're going to skip. We're going to go from... We're going to jump right into... Uh, Did you at any point think, do I really love her? Ooh. Or, like, this is my chance. Should I run? Or should I just... I mean, I'm going to go the next 60 years. Whatever I say now, honey, <laughs> can be deleted at any moment. Oh, yeah. All of this could be edited out. Exactly. <laughs> Don't try to get me to get sappy on this damn day. <laughs> okay, so what's the what were you saying? Or... Oh, no. I was actually, I mean, I was asking someone of us. No, I it's, want... a t- it's a tag sort of on Gabe's question of, like, what was going through your mind yeah. when you come to find out uh, that... Uh, um, was Megan your wife at the time, or were you? No, no. Okay, I like your style. So, knock them up and just to see if they're <laughs> actually able to have kids before you marry them. You know, well, yeah. yeah. You like want to know, like, can they have kids? Can I yes. produce? Can okay, she let's produce? get married. We're good to go. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, she took. Hey, want to get married? <laughs> she's, she's a keeper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First try, mom. I swear. Yeah. First try. It probably was. <laughs> that, that could be accurate. Yeah. Um, but 21 is uh, honestly not terribly too young, but it, it's actually your brain's probably not fully developed at 21, and so that could be pretty stressful. Was that what was your, what was going through your mind? And then I sort of added a tag on that. Was there any part of you that was like, you know what? I technically could skip town. And uh, I never go I, join the circus, or I can embrace the next sixty years of my life. Yeah. So, um, okay. so at the at the time that uh, well, you weren't born yet. So at the so the I guess to answer well, I I want to answer that two twofold because I was that would be because then you get into like a, a spiritual conversation for me. So then it gets into. Uh, like a pre-believer and then kind of, and then present post-believer, right? Mm-hmm. So, but the answer, to answer the actual question, the answer is no. I, I don't think I ever second-guessed it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I never, but I could answer that pre-believer and post-believer the same, but there's... Op- for different reasons. Yeah, for, I think it is different, right? Yeah. So yeah, I never, um, it never crossed my mind. I don't know why. I think I look back and hear about what people, you know, when they're young and they had kids and whatever it was and oh the hardship and then we hear people telling over the years we would have friends that you know their their kids would you know would seeing somebody or talking about marriage or they weren't even you know pregnant necessarily or didn't do any of that stuff but just maybe chatting and oh don't do it you know we got married so young and I'm like I fucking love that I like I'm glad I love the fact that I've that we did but not that we did what we did because when we get into sure. that conversation yeah but I would no. I never question it. Yeah, like no in regrets. my mind, it, no, no, none, zero, zilch, never, never question. Yeah, no, there wasn't one. 
Yeah. I mean, I like to think back and think, really, was there not? Really, Ryan, did you really like really think that there's no no problem just and then i think to myself and i've never thought otherwise so i'm like no i'm good yeah yeah, yeah. i can relate to that um i, I similarly had uh, our kids young right. and i also had them old but if you have enough kids you'll have them young and you'll have them old <laughs> <laughs> um but i have one i can honestly say i don't have any regrets but for me even though we were really young it was actually a step towards something I always wanted to do. Like I, even at a young age, I, I wanted to be a dad. Like it was something I looked forward to. There was even periods of my life where I was like, it's kind of all I wanted to do. And then I was going to figure out whatever I needed to do to provide, to be a dad, you know? Right. So, um, right. like that was going to be my occupation. And then, you know, I would figure out what I would do to make a living, you know? Hmm. I don't and think so, was that good. Um, <laughs> but so I mean I could relate to yeah. being grateful that uh, one we made the choice to you know um, not that it, I mean it wasn't even a choice for us but it was uh, for all since there were options per se I guess it is a choice and then sure um, but uh, yeah I've enjoyed being married young and now I'm married as a middle aged person too to the same person yeah it's been fun yeah i mean i well yeah i say the same thing yeah we, i love it so everyone's like oh it's so hard and you know I, yeah of course it's difficult i mean it's probably harder for megan she's married to me so it's like <laughs> you know yeah i mean that's probably that might have been difficult i mean i'm not you know necessarily an easy person to live with but. yeah so being older and wiser now do you think your sentiment towards the path that your life has gone would be different if <laughs> if you I want to say if you married somebody else like duh okay of course you you're like right. your sentiment might be different but now that you, but what I'm saying is if you're older and wiser now you've sort of seen obviously the metamorphosis of your relationship in your marriage and uh, your relationship you have with your kids, but you've known people all along the way yeah. that have sort of jumped into, Come in and out of. you know, jumped yeah. into marriage at all, at different ages, yeah. having kids at different ages. You've met people. I mean, I sometimes think to myself, man, I'm glad I'm not married to that person. Right. <laughs> all the time. But think back to the no, diff- good person. Yeah. I'm just glad I'm not married. Yes, to absolutely. Right. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but think back to maybe some of your interactions with lady friends when you were younger, a, yeah. a girlfriend you might have had. And if it was a different uh, girlfriend, it might have gone, it might be in a totally different space than you are right now, right? Well, I mean, it, it has to be. It's a totally different person, right? Yeah, so, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank, Thank God for unanswered prayers. Yeah. 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 No, because I think even though I got married, Garth, <laughs> I I got married young, had or had kids first, and then married second. But it was all really young. But I had girlfriends prior to my wife as a girlfriend, and they were actually pretty cool people. But knowing what I know now, I'm just sometimes I don't necessarily believe in luck, but I do uh, believe in God's favor, and He definitely had favor on me. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, and that's in where spite of my bad choices. Of, yeah, so there's where you get into the, <laughs> you know, like a, a pre-believer, post-believer kind of conversation, right? Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I want to try and get into uh, adolescent dad's brain. You're going to jump all over the place. No, I wanted to, I'm trying to keep us on track. Okay. Chronologically. You're bringing us back together. I'm bringing okay. you back. Okay. okay. Um, Baby, come back. Come back to me. I just, I want to try and challenge you to just to think back of like when you were making these decisions that um, at their foundational what decision? time uh, to, you know, the career path that you ended up choosing to. Um, Is that pre-adolescent? I don't know. Did I say pre-adolescent? You said that adolescent or pre-adolescent. Yeah, I would consider like your early twenties to still be. Tell me about second grade, Ryan. <laughs> no, sorry, <laughs> I was held back. Yeah. Yeah. Were you? Uh, I was too. Second, I think it was second. And we're lefty. And we're left-handed, and we've been held back. Yeah. Gabriel, do you feel ganged up on? I'm a lefty too. Are you? You're a right lefty though. Freaking rumor retards. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. okay. I am a right lefty. <laughs> What okay so um what um what trajectory trajectory were you on let's say prior to you knowing that you had just gotten your girlfriend or yeah what were you going to be doing on Saturday yeah if the if the pregnancy or in the test next five years what were you going to be doing on Saturday if the pregnancy test didn't come out positive on Wednesday the same thing I was doing pre being <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> And hoping that she wasn't probably pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Come on. Yeah. yeah. So at so, 21, were you going to school? Were you uh, doing college? I, left, were uh, you... I was. I was. I went to. Or I, yeah. So of course, everybody's like, you know, pushes you to. You know, you're going to get out of high school and yeah. you're going to go do the four year college thing. And if you don't go to college, you'll be nothing. You're an idiot. Yeah. In this yeah. day and age, you're going to need a college education. For everything you do. A high school education just what, isn't good enough. What a bunch yeah. of fucking idiots. Like that <laughs> drives me, that, that whole, it all, it drives me bananas. But um, nothing wrong with college education or no. high, higher education. But so, yeah, everyone is pushing. I'm glad I did too. Because it, again, it's like one of those things that kind of tells you, like, maybe what I don't want to go. Sure. So and that's an education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did uh, DVC, uh, junior college. And then I went to, I, I decided I was going to go out my, uh, I think it was my aunt who encouraged me. And she said, come on out to the the Delta, it was Tracy. So like Delta College area. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and my grandfather had a house in, in Tracy. And so he, he allowed me to live out there. So like, you know, I'm just going to break away from this like group of kind of, I was hanging out a lot. Um, you know, I probably was, it was just right after high school, you know, I was doing the whole, like, you know, hang out till two in the morning and, you know, driving around and we were at Lions and, you know, whatever little restaurant places were open at that stage in the game. And then Coco's, you know, whatever, those little freaking Denny's, all the boys and whatever. Yeah, I hop. Caro's. Yeah. All those little, yeah. And so I, and usually for us, it was like lions. And so we'd be up doing stuff and stupid shit and fucking around and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, you know, I just need to break away. So I bounced and started, you know, applied for some classes and, um, and then moved out to, uh, Tracy and then went to school, had a good time at Delta, it was Delta community college, had a good time there. 
but never I, I I just never um it's funny I'm probably more interested in academia now than I ever was you know then but from a different standpoint I'm not interested in in certain aspects of uh like college type class education although I think they have a lot to offer like you know if I could almost like pick and choose mm-hmm. right so but uh, right but there's um but then I just had I just had zero not zero there was a lot of if it was like you know fitness science or health sciences or uh, stuff like that I was extremely interested in but you had to get through your general ed well I'd just shoot myself I just couldn't stand that <laughs> so that arduous was, oh gosh it was horrible and I, I just wasn't good at a lot of it some of it I just wasn't good at yeah yeah which makes it no fun oh it's it's like torture right I punctuate this sentence. I can't. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Spell cat. Uh, can I? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. But that was, so that was then. That's probably why I, I, that's what I did. So what were you thinking yeah. your future would be? I mean, it, like high school and junior college, are you thinking, when I grow up, I want to be a... Yeah. X. Um... I didn't have a specific idea as to exactly what I wanted to be. I I knew early on that I could I I knew early on that I could that I wanted that I'd probably be involved in some sort of uh, business or entrepreneurial stuff. I just always had like just some desires to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. So I always had I always had like you know I sold, you know remember Blow Pops? Yeah. Do you remember Priceco when Priceco was around? Mhm. Like pre-Costco? Yeah. Right. And so my dad used to go and we used to go pick up like, you know, big boxes of stuff for his, he had a, he had a couple businesses and sometimes vending machine stuff. So we'd pick up like sodas and so you'd, you'd go to price, go to pick up all of your, your, you know, your inventory for like your Cokes and your candies and crap. And so I would go and I would, <clears throat> I'd throw on my dad's cart, like one of those, you know, a couple boxes or a box of those like blow pops every time he went and so that this is in uh, junior high and so then i'd go and i'd go to school and they sell the blow pops you know at the school but i'd be selling them for like 50 cents a pop out of my backpack right like and just start yeah you know pimping them out and right and tell would, all your I'd, friends yeah and i'd make some like <laughs> ryan told chintz he's got yeah. the blow pops <laughs> yeah and all those like all of like the little uh the concessions ladies yeah right they hated me <laughs> I mean, they loved me, but they're like, you know, you're, you weren't supposed to like sell. You weren't allowed no. to like sell stuff on campus. It went away. It, it, it com- went against the contract with the, right. with the yeah. people that came on in. And did, so, right. Don't compete <laughs> with the government. They don't like it. Yeah. And, and the school, you know, try to catch you and, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so stupid. Yeah. Well, that kind of made it probably fun, too. It's like, yeah, no, here you go. You want to no, blow pop? It. 50 I, cents. I don't it. tell it anybody. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So I, I kind of had an idea that I would probably get into my own type of business stuff. I just didn't know what that, when you say from like a trajectory, you know, I just didn't know which direction it was going right. to send me. At 50 cents a blow pop, were you undercutting the school? I don't remember if I was undercutting them or not. I do know this. I think it was like $3.71 for a box. Okay. So it's like... So You're like, making out. Oh, yeah, it was like fold. jewelry margins. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, it's like alcohol it's, margins, seven hundred percent. It was <laughs> yeah, margin. crazy margin. And I'm, you know, for me, I, you know, I don't know that I ever paid for a box of blow pops. My dad probably 
you know, paid the $3.71 that yeah. was on there. And then I would just take them and then he's like, I don't know, whatever, take them. He didn't sell them. So uh, then I'd take them to school. Yeah. I mean, so. technically you could probably charge the same price as the school and still sell out because you could sell them in class. You could sell oh, them all in the over. hallway. They're only open like, a certain time. Basically. Yeah. yeah whenever, I'm open all day long. All day long. Come yeah. see me, baby. Come <laughs> see right. me. You want, yeah. you want to blow pop? You got yeah. it. Yeah. It's not yeah. So you you always knew you were gonna do your own thing. I just had a feeling that I could do, I could do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Like I I just had a feeling I I knew uh, that I didn't know what I would do. I just think I knew that I could do something. Yeah. I really wasn't all that. I'm I'm not all that really talented of that of, of uh, an individual. Yeah. But I I just knew like I no I could do it like I'll figure it out or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's funny. We've talked about that. Yeah, I know. We've it's talked about that. Too. Like, what is it? What is it about us? Uh, like our uh, nature? That's like. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know how, but I think I could do it. Like, I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll just figure out how to do it. I'll right. fuck it up. Yeah. Like, I'm really good at that. Yeah. 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 But I, but I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will figure it out. So you're, so you've been training dogs how for a long time. Yeah. But when did? How old were you when you started training dogs? Because you had a few jobs in between you know that wasn't you didn't land on that right no i didn't look at that wasn't a job that i went to apply for i applied it because i well, i went looking for it because i got bit by my own dog yeah and then i started thinking i i've always i always liked dogs yeah and i always enjoyed like i always wanted a dog you know even before mom and stuff like oh, i always wanted my own dog and you know like every young boy right like wants a dog and so I, uh, um, let's, there was a point in time, I remember like before, before the whole dog incident happened that I got, the reason why I got into dog training, I remember I brought it up like years, it was before I, before mom and I were t- together and I remember bringing it up at some point, you know, I'd like, a, maybe I'll look into like dog training. Hmm. And I remember people, I think it was, it, it might've been my mom. It could have been somebody else or whoever it was. I remember they're like, well, that. Super sweet. <laughs> That's cute. It's probably not something that you're just going to make a career out of. Yeah. Right. How about if I shoe horses? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, but the event. response yeah. isn't it much better. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah, that's the <laughs> right. it's the irony, right? Like, it's so yeah. stupid. The response but, uh, yeah. isn't much better. So then I'm like, I'm like, oh, maybe you're right. At that age, at that age, I probably gave, gave that some thought, and I probably said, you know, maybe they're right. Yeah, I almost let that bullshit get into my head. Sure, right. And then years later, when something had happened with a dog that I had, and I said, "I'm going to start looking at like how I could go fix this. How can I fix this problem with this dog that I've got, whatever." And then I was like, started diving into that and like really calling and researching, blah blah blah. And then, and then I, you know, found somebody and then started. Yeah. So, uh, sorry to cut you off. I'm kind. I'm curious. Uh, do you call yourself a dog trainer if you're in a mixed crowd? And they say, oh, hey, Ryan, well, so what do you do for a living? What do you say? Uh, Is so there a cool term for I, it? I, a lot of times I will, <laughs> I will uh, say that I'm a dog. Yeah, I'll say I'm a dog trainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if there was like a, you know, facilities engineer for, you know. <laughs> Give myself some super fancy technical <laughs> yeah, like, term. Like, oh, so you're a janitor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you uh, said facilities engineer. Right. Okay. Right. Well, I kind of like bringing, I kind of, you know. If I'm honest, I, you know, if I'm in a crowd and someone's like, well, what do you do? I'm like, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I'm a dog trainer. Oh, really? You make a living at that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very familiar well, with I, that. I yeah. pick up shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, so yeah. it does spark. Mm -hmm. If I want to talk, it does spark good conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't want to talk, it probably still sparks good conversation. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Um, it just dawned on me how fucking hilarious. If nobody ever had that, hey, you know what? I'm going to go do this and and see it through or try it out or do it up. And you go to, we get on our phones and we go, man, I need this such and such thing. Mm -hmm. Imagine you typing in that such and such thing. No one does it. It's true some places. Yeah, and, right. And yeah. some, exactly. Mm -hmm. But we don't experience that because we live, you know, we have these electronic devices and all these inputs on them that says well we'll find that person for you and it's just like could you imagine a world we can't because well it's at your fingertips yeah because it's at your fingertips unless you unless you really just uh immerse yourself in some different culture that doesn't have that it's like gosh that's 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 power yeah that's how that's how arts are lost yeah and then you have all these people going, nah, no, nah, don't do that. Go get a union <laughs> job, right? And there's nothing technically wrong with the union, but no. it, it is, uh, Maybe. if we all went, I think within, re like within, within balance. Well, you have to have the, everything. If, if the everybody union job said, is hey, great for people that need a union job. Right. Like if you need a union job, then you should go get a union job. You well, know. there's nothing wrong with anything because there's a part for everything. Right. So you have to have the nut and the bolt to make the car. Like you have, everybody has to, there's a, there's right. a place for everybody. Right. So yeah. everyone's like, oh, go to college, spend $300,000 and <laughs> come back, be in debt. And then you can, and again, I, it's I not 300, a, Ryan, okay, it's you're exaggerating. It's 250,000. Yeah, right. It's like yeah, way right. different. But it's like one of those things where that's not for that's okay for a lot of people. We need executives. We need people that run big corporations. We need all of that yeah. stuff. But that's not for everybody. What got me to think about this is the other day I was driving to Costco, and uh, you know all the car dealerships, you know, on that Summersville exit. Mm -hmm. Well, I saw a guy out there in a little pickup truck and a shell, and his back of his truck was all just jammed up with the stickers that they put on the front of the cars that are for sale. And he has a full blown detailing kit and all that shit. And I'm going to go, Oh, somebody does that. <laughs> somebody has a full time job where they just go to Dealership. dealerships yep. and they're putting on new stickers and they're making sure the cars are still looking clean and they're not fucking collecting dust. Yeah. If you, can you imagine if you left those cars? I mean, they do. And, you know, they, we probably just never really notice how dirty they are, but you know, we're not, you see some of the cars out here and dude, it looks like they just yeah. came from Moab. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, if there is nobody out there maintaining this, this, this look, right. Yeah, um, go to Bakersfield at a car that. lot or Fresno right. where that, you know, or Texas where there's some dust storms and the poor guy, well, the poor guy that gets to do it, but he's paid to do it. The business yeah. is really good. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Just one of those things. It's like we get so in our own little, you know, world. I just, 
yeah anyways that's my quick little rant yeah i've always made it a point to uh to never crap on somebody's idea because uh, at least not from the jump right i mean i might ask some questions to challenge them to see if they're when I say their idea, sort of their idea as to like what they might want to endeavor into from like a, you know, business or occupation or whatever it might be, I've always made it a point to not like poo-poo their idea. Yeah. Because uh, there's plenty of people that think that I don't have a real job, but, <laughs> you know, yeah. going on 23 years, you know, down the, you know, from the start now. Yeah. Maybe it's not a real job. I don't know, but I don't know what a real job then it is. Then you know what I mean. So it supports your whole damn family. Yeah, right. right. And it's been consistent, and uh, you know it'll probably be the death of me. But you know <laughs> it's been a good run. So so all right. See you later, man. Yeah, <laughs> we got the coffin outside. We'll go bury you alive, <laughs> trees. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, he's retired. All right. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> he's retired. He just quit. That's right. Um. Anyways, uh, so what was the yeah. the final? Uh, I'm that's it. I'm doing it. Like so, right. you you had a dog that bit you. I had a dog that got in a dog fight, and I I broke up the dog fight. And in the midst of breaking up the dog fight, I got bit. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So then I it split my hand open. So then I was like off work. My my other job, I was off work for whatever it was. You know, the doctor said take a week off or whatever it was, and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. so I took a week off and during that week time I started looking at calling different facilities like places that were you know different areas outreach or could I find a place that like taught dog trainers that didn't just teach dogs but actually you know taught training and so I found a guy and was dog training popular at the time no would you say it's popular well it it, there was a uh, or well advertised not like it is now like so, dog training um, pre me getting into it almost had a bad name for a lot of trainers because it was like a um, not like a snake oil salesman, so but it was like it was like the you know someone's trying to con you out of money for you know mm-hmm. dog training or you know you don't need of, a dog trainer. Let's change. <laughs> well, I don't have to con anybody <laughs> out of money. Everybody's you, dogs but, are out of control. But oh yeah, the a lot of people. <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah, because <laughs> yeah. some of the other places that even yeah. locally, like over the years, have taken people for a lot of money. Yeah. For some, so some yeah, some of that still multiple flies and yeah. tons of money. That's just in, money. in yeah, our yeah. area. But it was like you know there was. You know, Sue's, who somebody teaching, you know, uh, <clears throat> rec puppy classes, or mm. you know, the person that's like giving their time to the rec department and you know teaching like a whatever it was a twenty dollar thirty dollar like dog training class, a puppy group class or something. Like. So those were there. I went to one of those before I actually got into dog training. So I went to one. It's good-hearted people out, you know, teaching, training, you know, whatever kind of deal, but. You know, you don't, there's, um, you know, I remember I went to one of those classes with my dog. I brought, it was my Akita. And I remember bring, going into the class and I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm going to get kicked out. Like this dog's like out of freaking control. What was she doing? Oh, she wanted to lunge at all the dog. And she was a, you know, Akitas aren't real big barkers. So there's just like focus and lunge, right? Like a silent <laughs> no, sniper yeah, killing you. Yeah. Sort of like part cat. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what it is. It's a stalking. Pretty, yeah. Independent, yeah. just and so I'm like, oh gosh, you know, I'm I'm surprised <laughs> she didn't kick me out of that class. And then I took, you know, I went every week, and 
did my homework and you know I remember I graduated from that class and I'm like man my dog is like shit this dog actually is what I thought at the time I go man my dog's actually listening or being responsive and looking back it was horrible but for me it was like really good like I thought wow I did like VIP, you know. yeah, and, and I was like super I'm awesome. Gonna, I'm gonna do let her off leash. Like yeah, hell no, let it. Then oh shit, she just killed the freaking neighbor's dog. And <laughs> no, so yeah, I thought I did really yeah. good, and I did. There was progress, and the you know the person was a good-hearted person, teacher in the class, and but when I look at it from what I you know was maybe what I thought I was gonna get out of it, like no, it's it was very 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 rudimentary. Yeah, yeah. And then, so then I, she got into a dog fight and there's, there's more of a backstory to it, but there's other backstories to it. But if, if it's just the dog training thing, then I, you know, like I said, I went and started searching and then found a, a guy and was like, all right, I'll see if this, I, I can do it. See if I can make it. Was happen. there internet to search on when you were searching? What were you searching? Yellow pages? No, I want to say yellow pages. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think internet. It wasn't really. I don't remember having a Not lot. That of, it was probably internet. Yeah, but, it but wasn't the access like, to everyone having a yeah. website or. A, so it was. It was in. It was a yellow pages because it was funny. I had um, the guy I found in. I found in like the Sacramento area at the time. Like he, I found him on the yellow pages. And this guy, funny enough, I do. If I remember specifically the advertisement. So yeah, it was. And there were there were dog training facilities that I was just calling and asking them, "Do you guys teach dog mm-hmm. training?" Right. Yeah, so like you I, wanted to get some lessons. You wanted to get some skills. Yeah. And were you to learn thinking, how to fix my dog? You want that was specifically for your dog, though. At yeah, that I wanted time. to learn how to fix my dog. That was my thing. Is I, I wanted to know how to fix that. So you weren't like, I'm going to fix my dog, and everyone else's. Well, I thought like I want to fix my dog, and I might even like this, right? Like mm-hmm. so, like it was. Well, something. you even thought you, your dog could be fixed. I thought my dog could not be fixed. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I thought. I thought my dog, I thought that the dog we had at the time, that was Shannara. So that the dog we had at the time, I, I had been told by every trainer I called, oh, that's just to be, you're not going to get that out of that dog. It's that's just the breeding. It's, it's the breed. It's the, the, that type of aggression. She had dog aggressive behaviors, reactivities, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're just going to, that's not going to, you know, you're not going to be able to fix it. And then there was like a, there was maybe not even a handful, maybe like two people. And then maybe it was the two people I talked to. They're like, mm. yeah, bring the dog in. I can show you how to fix it. So, yeah. And were those one of the two that, uh, and were they, or sorry, go ahead. Like, were they able to fix it or were they? Just... Oh, I worked that dog a lot. Yeah. I, I was able to do a lot with the, with what I learned. Yeah. Were there any yeah. dog training schools at the time? He was the guy I went to was a dog training school at one time where you'd have like maybe one or two people that came on in at the time that I was that I was with him. He was not, but he, you know, I went in and did stuff with him. But yeah, no, there weren't too many like there was. Yeah, there. I think at some point, like if you went to another state, a lot of Texas had some dog training schools. If you got if you really researched. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it was like two, three, four, five years after I kind of got started. Maybe the internet starts, the internet was obviously there, but more people obviously browsing. And then you had other stuff that I'd gotten into. And it really depended on the avenue of type of training that you're in. And I was just thinking, I didn't know there was a, I didn't know there was a world of dog training outside of like some rec class in a city. Right. So I had no idea what like, 
I didn't know what Schutzend was. I didn't know what like right. flyball was, or I didn't I know, know what, what that is. Either. Yeah, I, they're all like dog sports, French okay. ring and IPO and and <laughs> yeah. Mondial ring and all these like different like dog sports where you had like you know different yeah. types of trainers that got into stuff and you know like that that was eye opening. Protection mm. work, you know, bite work, and do dog trainers have an association? Yeah, there's different dog. There's some bullshit stuff that's yeah. out there. Yeah. Is it is it bullshit? <laughs> Most of it's bullshit. Spoken yeah. like a true person that hates football and only wants to lift weights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some bullshit association with people uh, in it. Uh, uh, so dumb to organize. <laughs> no, the or I think everything starts with good intentions, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's always the pathway to hell that's led by good intentions. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, that's good. And I agree. You know, you get together and then next thing you know, you start an organization and then all of a sudden you got Robert's fucking rules of order. And and ne- after that, it's all, you know, it's a couple women come on in and want to be part of it. Next thing you know, it's all the fucking shit show. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beyond the council. <laughs> it just gets to be it's always something more it becomes overwhelming yeah. it loses it loses the taste of what it initially, yeah. initially started out to be yeah. right or so for the, the intended purpose yeah. yeah 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 interesting that was just things i never uh never asked before well, cbd cpdt there's all kinds of little organizations so then um was there a landmark moment where you said i'm doing this this is what i'm doing Babe, I'm doing this. And she's like, like, was there a landmark moment when you decided? Yeah, I think, well, so I went to, I, I wish we talked and I was talking to a guy and I talked to a couple guys and then we finally made a decision uh, to go with this one organization or this little, you know, training facility. And then we, we went with that and we said, yeah, we're going to do this. And so we, you know, we're like, yeah, I'm going to go do it. And I did, and so I went to work for him, and like apprenticed under yeah. you know, under him, and then did started teaching classes and working dogs, and you know it was a facility that that took a like they used to call it the the last resort saloon kind of facility, <laughs> like it was like the you know it, nice thump. Sorry, <laughs> box of the mic over here. How are you? Yeah, but it was like um making up. Uh, we dealt with dogs that nobody would deal with. So it was a really good experience for me. I got to deal with dogs that, that I think a lot of people that a lot of trainers probably don't get, they, they'll maybe see them and, and a lot of trainers will de- deny them or, or, you know, turn them down. They're too much, blah, blah, blah. It's a big, too much of a problem. Mm-hmm. So I got to deal with a lot of those types of dogs that, that I probably wouldn't have experienced in a, in another type of dog training, you know, facility type of stuff. Yeah. Hmm. So that was really good. And then we just went from there. And then about a year or a year and a half into, uh, I think, with with him, then I was like, some things had happened, and we're like, no, we're, I'm out. I'm going to start my own thing. Yeah. So you went and started your own thing after about a year and a half? Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, about a, it was about a year and a half with him that I, that I took off. <clears throat> oh, I took off, and then yeah, there's some things that happened, but yeah, yeah. What was the style of training you were doing then versus? Well, we don't have to get into what you do now, but was or maybe I better asked, um, was it different at all? 
the style of training you yeah there was a lot it was was very much very aversive it was a lot of compulsion it was a lot of that's like using a lot of like a a heavy heavy type you know correctional type training there wasn't you know from his style like like beating dogs (laughs) dog beating you didn't have to you didn't have to beat him you just (laughs) <laughs> it was just on a leash and a collar, right? And I mean, so there's no... That's a funny thing. I never did see... I don't think I ever did see it. People talk about like, you know, they took up, you know, the rubber hoses or whatever it is, you know, some like dog beating thing. And I never did experience that. I, I never did. Even with the guy I was with, who was like a little bit of a whack job. I, I don't think I ever experienced like him, him or anybody like beating a dog like that. I never saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but, but don't get me wrong, you you can work a dog pretty pretty hard. So then there's, <clears throat> when I left that and started my own thing is when I said, oh, I want to get into some other avenues and I wanted to get a different type of a dog and do some different stuff on my own and reach out and learn some, some different stuff. And I'd went to, <clears throat> I think I went, I'd found somebody connected with something that they were, some dog sport and that. And it led me or pushed me to some Schutzen trainer. And Schutzen, Schutzen is a, it's like a German, it's a breed temperament test for German shepherds. And it's a protection. They, there's different avenues in, in the in the sport. You know, it's a three-phase sport. And so anyhow, so I was looking for somebody or something or some seminars, whatever it was, and someone led me. And so I, I you know, we packed up, the, well, at the time, yeah, packed up the kids and, like just started listening to different people talk about training. And that opened my eyes to a lot more. Uh, like go and listen or listen in the car? What no, go drive. Like oh, we went okay. to the city and, you know, that's where oh, I got okay. introduced to like different people that are doing like really good trainers, like really, really good. I was fortunate to have to be surrounded by like a lot of like really good. Even now I'd say, so, I don't think anybody would argue with me that the people that you know, I was influenced early on, or, or I would say top notch, if not some of the top trainers in the world. And so those are, but you saw how to, you know, use motivation as a, you know, in training using food or ball or treats or stuff, but not like food, like you would go to the rec trainer that I was talking about, like food really used at a, at a higher level of training. Mm. So, and then that kind of opened my eyes. So I kind of really got an experience of an extreme experience of one avenue of training. And then really, if you look at it like an extreme experience of the other avenue of training, and then, you know, if you can blend them well, it works out great. Yeah. Then, then kind of make your own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And you don't ever make your own, like it's not like it's, but you, yeah, yeah. It's like all, you, your own style. Yeah. Because, yeah. Style. Yeah, yeah. 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 Your own style. So I feel like that's a, do you ever feel, do you ever think that, you uh, don't have your own style because of your using other people's everything's stolen. Strategies, everybody and tactics, does, right? Yeah, pretty much. I yeah. mean, I mean, you know, there's no like new. <clears throat> someone's like, there's nothing new under the sun. But I do feel at this stage or age of my life that I have. It's not that I'm the only one. I might be the only person local that I know. I'm sure if I was to contact people, I'm not the first. It's not like I'm super genius and I figured out some way to do things that someone else didn't figure out like i'm not the guy who invented the wheel and so or reinvented it for that matter and there's no 
but I do feel that my presentation, yeah, I think everybody has their own way to right. present things. And I do feel that like the way I work things is probably unique to me and what I'm doing, but I don't necessarily think it's anything new. I think that has a huge part in what your and how your style plays out though. If you can't well, communicate mine. what you do, then I mean, well, that's a different style altogether, but in a whole different thought. If you can't communicate what you do, it's kind of well, if you can't communicate your, what you what you're doing, then you might be the only one that's good at your style. Right. Sure. So, and there's a right. lot of trainers that are like that. There's so there's a lot of trainers that are really good, like legitimately great fucking trainers. Hmm. They just don't know how to communicate it well. Interesting. And then there's a there's a you know we're surrounded by a lot of good trainers. There are a lot of good trainers you know within 50 miles of here that can articulate really well. Pretty yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Growing up, you, did you have dogs growing up? Or, yeah. Um, Grew up on property, three acres. I'm sort property. of curious. Um, so you're a dog trainer now. Pre-dog training, you were a dog person. Now you're a dog trainer. Are you still a dog person? Do you still think you're... Do you still love dogs like you used to? No, now, there was a... So I'll answer that over the long haul at, you know, 47 versus uh, 20... Yeah. Uh, three or four or whatever we were at the time. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. The the end answer is yes. I st- I, I'm even more so. Yeah. But the midterm was, f- fuck no. These <laughs> stupid animals. <laughs> like, there was just a portion of my life when, when business starts to consume you and you're like, mm. no, I'm just... Not that I was not ever thought to myself, I'm just done with dogs. You're just so overwhelmed working. And so you... Yeah. Kind of like so now I'm at a stage where like it disap- like I. I mean I you guys maybe wouldn't know but it, like I want to be able to, I'm like I want to fuck I'm just pack my fucking dog up dude I just want to take my dog for a drive. Yeah. Like and oh they don't take dogs there. <sighs> so stupid. You know like you don't want to fucking sneak you in and I used to sneak my dogs into everything and yeah. so now I've been like trying not to sneak my dogs into stuff but. Yeah, now that you're you know, professional. Yeah, well, kind of <laughs> act like one. <laughs> But no, I like now I like I want to find myself spending more time with my dog. Yeah. Like I want to just enjoy my dog. And yeah. it's you know, it gets difficult. Right. It's difficult when you're working everybody's dogs and and then you're working so much that you don't have time and then, you know. So as a as a farrier, a horseshoer myself and as is Gabe, uh, sometimes people will ask me like what's the best breed? Oh my gosh! And or what's your favorite breed? And I don't know that I have a favorite breed. For me, from our my vantage point, there's I think the best breed to work on. Correct. Uh, the best looking feet. That yeah, and well, and that's part of that answer is like consistently um, might have a, a more inte- you know integral foot you know than a right. different breed or. Um, well, this is a more sure-footed animal. Yeah. Or they're more limber to work on. Right. You know, so on and so forth or whatnot. I'm curious, do you have a favorite dog? And does that, are there dogs that are just funner to train than other dogs as far as, uh, is there a favorite breed, you know, from a breed-specific yeah. standpoint? So people over the years, everybody asks, you know. Yeah. Well, it's usually not what What kind favorite. of dog should I buy, Ryan? That's, well, what's the smartest dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's 
I can, and then I'll, you know, or they'll say, well, what's your, what, like you said, what's your favorite breed? And then I say, well, my answer before was, well, what's your favorite breed? And they're like, well, I love this. And I go, well, that's my favorite breed. Yeah. Like, I love golden retrievers. Oh, I, th- golden retrievers are my favorite breed. Yeah. Because you're, why are you asking me? Because dog trainers don't like dogs that the average person likes. So a dog right. trainer likes a dog that's going to fucking push you. Yeah, yeah. Right? So if you're like back in the day, like all of us young dog, you know, I'm young, male, thinking my shit don't stink, blah, blah, yeah. blah, whatever. I'm going to get a dog that's tough as fucking nails. Well, what a dumbass decision that is, right? right? But you don't know back in the day. And so you do that, I don't know, once or twice or three times or whatever it is, amount of times you do that. And then you get to a stage where you're like, I just want a dog that listens. He's just compliant. Yeah. But you get... You know, those are the, the dogs that I liked the, that were maybe like, I wanted like that type of a dog. Like the average person shouldn't own that dog. Mm-hmm. The average, you're like, well, who are you to say? Well, I don't know, man. I've seen a lot of dogs that a lot of people have owned. And I'm just telling you, like the average person shouldn't own some of those dogs. Like dog trainers look for dogs that are pushy, that put, pretend, they're assertive you know, potentially aggressive. Like we look for the challenge. Like you're looking for a dog that's going to be, yeah, man, I want a little bit that's going to be on edge. Like that was a dog that, you know, I kind of wanted. Yeah. Right. So when someone asks, like the average person shouldn't own that dog, right? They can't, the average person can't handle the golden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so. Yeah. Well, I was going to, you said you've seen a lot of dogs, but you've also, you also <laughs> seen a lot of people. Yeah. And then, yeah. If people so. are willing to learn to, if, if people are willing to learn, then, you know, then, yeah, pick a breed. Right. But that's tough because, you know, and, you know, obviously the people I see are coming out to, to learn, so. <laughs> Is there a breed that when they show up, like, so I have this dog and I really need some help, and you're like, well, what kind of, you know, or, or, it's the, this dog is the dog that you're like, or the breed that you're just like, ah, oh, that fucking breed. <laughs> so, okay. So I'll, <laughs> let me, I'll go back to the favorites real quick <laughs> and then I'll answer So, because when someone asks me that now, like there's so many mixed breed dogs, right? Mm-hmm. And there's so many quote unquote, like designer dogs right now. These there's doodle, everything, yeah. doodle, doodle, everything, right? Like, so pick a breed and add a doodle and you got a name of a new breed, right? So mm-hmm. like whatever that is. <laughs> And so when someone will say like, or even these mutts or shelter dogs or whatever, and I'm like, I don't care what the breed is. I look at the dog like, oh my gosh, this is a really damn cool dog. Mm-hmm. Like he's willing, he might be pushy. Okay, I'm cool with pushy, but man, he he really wants to work for you. Or I see a dog that really is like completely shut down and then I see the dog opens up and I'm like, oh man, this dog was just waiting for an opportunity to blossom or something like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I really love seeing that and like the dogs. So you ask like, well, where's the breed when someone's calling or whatever? Like, We've got this. Ain't no helping you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it used to be those. That, that was like a you know chow or a sharpay. Yeah. Like it would be like, oh here. Well, not if they said we're coming in with a chow or sharpay, fine. But that's usually not what it, they said. They'd say we're you know we've got this chow and he's four years old and he's tried to bite like fifteen people and then you're like, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Like. That's, that means it's not going to be good for me when you come in my door. And it's probably not going to be good for your dog, too, if he tries to bite me. So Yeah. But, yeah, those were like the Chinese breeds. A lot of the times the, the Chinese breeds are not so. But there's a lot of cool, you know, there's a lot of cool 
obviously Asian Chinese breeds that are good, but like I always joke around and say, back in the day, a lot of those breeds were 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 designed for food. Yeah, and that everyone's like, oh, you're that's just making true. a joke. No, that's true. That's like really that's, true. yeah, right. So they weren't designed necessarily for like their their social their temperaments or social temperaments, mm. right? Yeah. So disposable alarm dogs. But I've got a cool ass freaking child that comes in right now, named Tahoe. Super cool. Love that little dog. Yeah, she does a freaking butt, and she's about out. Probably one of the best childs I've ever seen. Yeah. Hmm. So. So how um how have you so you did the whole dog training thing. Or you're still doing it. So you went through the, you went through the desert years of dog training and having a harder time appreciating. Probably more business, but yeah, more business. Where where did you gather those skills to run a business efficiently? You start a business. Yeah. yeah. How did you gain knowledge on it? Uh, well, I had a mom, obviously, you know, a grandpa. I, my dad ran a business for a long time. So I, I definitely picked up a lot of business. I would say some, not that I was smart enough to pick up on it, but I think I picked up on a lot of business things from, from him or watching him with business stuff. And he was a really good, shrewd businessman. So I think I saw a lot of good things there. As far as running your own business, you know, I, I didn't know. It's, you just, like we were saying before, I don't know. I just do it. Yeah. Right. I was, so it. I started it. So, oh, well, okay, well, you started this. Okay, well, you have to do that. All right, okay, let's go do that. Well, you're going to have to do that. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe I do, maybe I don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll see if I can pass on that one. All right, now maybe I have to come back to it later. But So you just kind of, you know, business skill, acquired business skills. Well, I didn't go to college for business admin or, right. you know, I didn't. <clears throat> I wasn't taught to work for somebody, that's for sure. So I didn't I wasn't being taught skills to put into practice for someone else. And so all the stuff that I did was you learn on your own. You know, mom and I just we just did it. Yeah. So I can't really say that like I had some super I, I would like to say that there's probably like some innate or <clears throat> whatever, like maybe it's just that I just wasn't afraid to try. So you know, whenever we did something, I was like, I'm just going to go do it. When did you put out your first Yellow Pages ad? When? Yeah. Can you remember? I know what I put out. Yeah, I, rem- I remember. I, yeah. I had I had $260 in a savings account. We literally had like 200, $260 or $280. That's all the money we had in a savings account. <clears throat> and uh, the ad was like 260 bucks. So <laughs> I was like, fucking all on black, baby. Let's like, <laughs> just throw the whole... I'm like, I'm going to run an advertisement for $260 and a classified, it was a classified ad. And I think it was in the, like the Contra Costa times or whatever. One of the time, one of the magazines, times magazine, it was all just a little black and white classified advertisement. Mm -hmm. And so I wrote it up and any dog train, any dog, any age, free evaluation, blah, 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 whatever, you know, kind of just posted it in there. I think I made $1,800 in my first month. Boom. No shit. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think I, yeah, I think I sold $1,800 worth of dog training in my first month. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I do, that's funny because I don't remember a lot of stuff, but I remember that because yeah. I was like, holy shit. 
Yeah. I can fucking do this. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know. Now that's such a good feeling, too. Right. Yeah. And your wife's starting to think you're more attractive and, you know. He's not an idiot. Yeah. Well, he's a little bit of an idiot, <laughs> yeah. but you know, everybody else, I'm pr- I'm sure thought I was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Because yeah. they did. That was another thing. Looking back when we did start the when I did do the training, um, we had some family members. You know, I think they may have said to to her, you know, is he ever gonna same thing that, that was told to me before? You know, is he ever gonna you ever gonna make a career out of it? And then I was I was criticized early on from other from friends actually peers. But quiet, it's funny because everything's quietly criticized. No one has a fucking, and don't get me wrong, like it's still, there's people that we still know and hang out with and whatever, but no one's got the fucking balls to say anything. That's probably a big disappointment back in the days. Everything came like, you know, in back door. Yeah. Like you always heard it from somebody else, from somebody else, right? And so, yeah. But they were like, well, you know, and then Megan would come to me and go, babe, so-and-so just said like, no, is he ever? Yeah, do they think he's gonna make a career out of it? And then I was like, Oh fuck you! Yeah, I will so fucking. Yeah, it's sort of like all yeah. you need for the yeah. added motivation to. It's always that push, right? Yeah. Which is not always a good thing. To cut off your nose to spite your face would not be good if that's no. what you're doing, right? So right. That's. But it was like. But I never gave it a thought. I was like, Nah, I don't give a shit what you think. Yeah. It wasn't like it put a fire under my ass to do better. I almost more disregarded what they said. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like you just don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. I was in a, uh, I've had similar conversations with, with parents, family members, friends, uh, to that same effect. And starting out, you know, in the, in the horseshoe and deal, uh, even clients, some of my own clients, <laughs> <laughs> I had a, uh, I was probably 20 years old, 21. And at 21, I looked like I was 15 and a half. You know, what do you so, look now? Yeah. Uh, 16 and a half? No, come on, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> I look 29. Yeah. Okay, 29. Um, my parents were great. They thought I was stupid, but they thought, you know, we'll just let them be stupid and we'll say, okay, you know. And they gave me the like, are you? I don't know. I mean, I guess you can make a living doing that if you're really good. You know, you're a hard worker. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is Therese, our stupid kid. <laughs> uh, and then I started at 19. I, from and I actually, you know, I did pretty good off the bat. It, you know, some of it was just working hard for other people, and then just a little bit that you get here and there when you are working with other people. I had a good, pretty good first year, like a. The most, I mean, it wasn't enough to live on yet, but it was close. I mean, we were living on it, but it, <laughs> we wouldn't think it was enough, but it was. And then, right. um, you know, and then it grew like double the next and then double the next. And here I am two years in, three years in, and I'm making enough. I mean, probably making more than my my dad is, you know, and he's been doing his deal for, you know, he, yeah, he's got benefits and retirement and stuff. And yeah, I got to do all that myself. Um, but, uh, I had a a friend at church, an older gentleman, he was CHP and he comes to me and he says, Hey, you know, I just want you to know, and I'm, I think I'm like 21 at this point. And he's like, I just want you to know, I mean, they're really looking for good people right now, you know, in the law enforcement thing. And I just, you know, and I proudly and like facetiously, but proudly looked at him. I said, ah, you know, that's cool. I just don't know if I can take the pay cut right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he's like, and he's taken aback. He says, oh, man. He's like, pay cut? You really think it'd be a pay cut? Like, you know, what are you making right now? And honestly, I don't even remember what it was. But I said, and he's like, and he kind of like hymns and haws and shakes his head, like kind of bobs his head back. Like, yeah, okay, I guess you would be taking a little bit of a pay cut at first, you know, and kind of like staring off, you know. And, uh, and it wasn't like I was some hot shot, but like I was doing pretty damn good. Right. right. You know, when you, and really it wasn't going to be a pay cut if I was, if I look at it objectively, because, you know, I pay my own medical. I, we, you know, your retirement fund has to be a bill. Right. Otherwise right. it doesn't get funded. No, never. You know, if you're self employed. Yeah. yeah it, it has to be a bill, yeah. right? Like it has to be something that comes out of your, your yeah. operating cost. Yeah. And you never saw it. You just have to like, yeah. Goodbye. And so if you really minus all those things, medical, dental, blah, 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 paid time off, sick leave, blah, 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 you know, vacation and sure. uh, all that jazz, uh, then I probably wasn't, I, it wouldn't have been a pay cut. Right. It probably would have been even, you know, maybe it would have been a little bit ahead, but anyhow, like I was doing just, we were doing good, you yeah. know? And, uh, uh, well, there's a lot, I mean, in that type of work, yeah, that's the benefit to retirement. It's, it's yes, vacation. Absolutely. It's, oh, dude, that well, we all, if I'm, we don't get paid for vacation. No. I mean, unless I, in, in at least an hour, an, an hour work. I mean, I, I have some portions of my business that obviously provide an income when I'm not there, but that doesn't provide for all of it when I'm not there. No. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Hmm. When did you start thinking about that as a businessman? What? In dog training. Um, that you had to start thinking about other uh, things other than just schedule the next client, train the next dog. Like things that would pay you whether you were there or not in your business. Oh, some sort of passive or... Yeah. Yeah, or just that this, that, well, first of all, A, I need to... I need to be um, directing my money in a way that uh, going into the future, we can set something up for the future, I guess. And yeah, and on that same note, I guess it kind of thinking about future um, when you, yeah, when the whole like, oh, you know, maybe something passive income related uh, to add to or this pay you business. when you're sleeping, yeah, kind or of pay deal. you when you're sleeping. Um, I don't know that about, I mean, even now it's, you're still always like looking for stuff, but yeah, I mean, you're always like, because it, you know, we, things are going to change and you know, there's certain things that I definitely am not good at or was never good at when it came financially. But when back in the day, <clears throat> I, we were always really good with, like I forced myself to take I took I I took 25% of anything I made and put it aside always. If we made nothing, if you made pit pennies it doesn't even matter 25% but I never saw it. Like we just always would either 25 or 30, I don't remember, but I would we'd always just, you know, that was savings, that was tax, that was whatever that was. That was just mm-hmm. always put aside. Like so we were always good with like setting aside money and being conservative with our finances. Yeah. And then you probably don't get into, you know, obviously with training, you don't start to think, well, I knew that at, at the point in time that I would open up a facility is when I could start thinking about more money that was, that I'm 
maybe you're making when you're not having to be working all the time. Right. So then all of a sudden that's having a facility, right? So then you can offer different avenues of, it's not just like, I didn't do group classes for a lot of years. I just did private Mm -hmm. classes, but I did private classes and some board and train stuff. So at the point in time that you offer like a group class, though that changes the finances, the finances, or you add like boarding or daycare or whatever those things are. And so all of those things kind of like, Hmm. they, they, change your your revenue stream and then times of year it changes your like if you have like a normal nothing's normal 2020 21 but you would maybe on on regular years have like a regular graph of your finances throughout the year right this is your peak and this is your down and whatever that looks like and when you add other streams in then those that they change like everything because different things come in like okay this is you know private lessons are up this month, but boarding is really down or whatever that, mm-hmm. you know, kind of yeah. looks like. And so yeah. it crosses over a little bit. Right. But that's, so I didn't really start looking at that. So I did, I always looked at it, but I knew I couldn't really start taking advantage of it until I had my own place. Yeah. That's when I knew I could do it. That's actually really interesting. Cause like with our business, we, we couldn't necessarily add different, revenue streams to no, horseshoe. We just own a job. Yeah. Sell coffee. Right. I like horses. to think of it as a lemonade stand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We buy the sugar. We buy the lemonade. Yeah. We steal the water. <laughs> and then we make lemonade out of it. Yeah. We, we use all your, power. your ingredients. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but that was, that's one thing that's never dawned on me. That's kind of cool that you weren't just, we're not just going and meeting up somewhere to or going to someone's house just to train a dog then you can go oh no what what else can we do to uh add on to that it's one thing i never thought about but it makes sense obviously when you say it it's like super straightforward but so in a way you're already doing it oh now yeah i mean of course like i have you know there's you know i make leashes or whatever so i mean i have like other little things but that's not like you make like it's not like I make a ton of freaking money making leashes, <laughs> right? But I like making them, and you know, right. it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of an extra. But I don't make them for the sake of right. making you know whatever amount of money more for the year. I do like making them, and I do like selling them, and I like that they're you know handcrafted or whatever. And yeah. It's kind of <laughs> cool, and but there are certain things that I never really got into. A lot of ways, I was a horrible salesman. Um, at the beginning, I mean, I could sell for sure. I can, I mean, I could go like quote unquote, I say, I don't sell dog training. It just sells itself at the time, which is true. But like, if you're using from a business standpoint, I could sell dog training and stuff, but at the, uh, you know, there's, I mean, I'm hor I was horrible. Cause I sold it as a, uh, I, I, I sold training as if I was a consumer, if I was, I was the consumer. Hmm. So that's a great way for people. Like it's good for you. And it is good for me too. I still make money at it, but it's not like I'm like capitalizing on my margins or, you know, in, you know, it's not like I increased my rates every year. I didn't, I didn't increase my rates for like, I don't know, 15 years or who even knows. I was like some crazy thing. Right. And then you look back and you're like, what the hell happened? Man, I gave away so much money. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's, that could have been my retirement. Yeah. And so you, but then I, I don't look back at that as something bad because I was able to help people. And so I was like, yeah. no, I helped them out and they got something out of it. And well, great. And I learned something. So, yeah. you know, super totally. cool. Totally. Yeah. yeah. 
Do you ever remember any of your like first initial appointments? Oh yeah, meeting people. Yeah. What was yeah. that? I remember some of the first ones I made that that eighteen hundred dollars. That's just really weird. Yeah. Uh, well, I had to go into people's homes. Right. Yeah. So that was you know, <clears throat> yeah. That's there's something to be you know when you're going to people's houses. Man, that was a weird. So I remember a time, I was I was in the kitchen of a murderer. Oh snap! Yeah, I didn't know it. Really? Yeah, he'd no, already real, murdered uh, Lafayette. Somebody? The son, the uh, the two sons killed the dad. It was a Lafayette Mar- a Moraga murder. I had no idea. Didn't know that at the time. Didn't even know the dad was dead. Blah blah. blah and they brought me in, but they had a. Um, Shoot, I don't remember what type of dog they had. Uh, I had a, I had my dog Cola. I had a Rottweiler with me, and yeah, do you, uh, yes, the answer is yes. I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so wild. That's looking back, crazy. it was fucking weird. Like looking yeah. back, I'm like, I had my Spidey senses on. I I didn't know, at like, the, I didn't know till afterwards. Yeah. And then mo- mom and I were reading the paper, and so and so was convicted of you know killing their dad, and I'm like, I was in this fucking guy's kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, like that's. I'm like, what the freaking hell? What was the uh, what yeah. was the time discrepancy between you being there and then you seeing the article oh, about gosh. the guy being? I don't know if it was like six months or a year okay. or something like that. It was mm. like it was yeah. afterwards, but they never. Right. It, it was one of those things. I remember the whole time I was in the house, there was a there was a kid in there. There was a kid. We we're all kids, but it was a, the two sons, older brother, younger brother, and then a friend, and then the mom was in the, in there also. I want to say she had like fried chicken or some weird shit on the stove or whatever it was. <laughs> it was just weird things. And I remember dark, like the lights were, it was one of those like old Lafayette homes that wasn't lit up really well. And, mm. um, and they had like, they started walking me around. And probably, it was, it was a really odd thing. And I remember thinking to myself, cause the guy was fucking with my dog and I'm like, dude, she's going to bite you. Like you know, I told the guy, he's like, "Well, what's she gonna do if I do this?" And you know, he's like lunging it. And my dog's like, "My, I had like, you know, I used to do stupid shit with my dogs back in the day. So I, right. you know, some of them are a little bit on edge, and yeah, you could cue her up. Like, like I could cue her on my your dog. friends and stuff. Yeah, just yeah, saying. Yeah. 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 Get her all fired up. So yeah, I could like fire the dog up, and they're like, "What am I?" And I'm like. I said, hey, bro, I'm, you know, my dog's gonna fucking bite you. Like, stop doing stupid shit. And I remember thinking like. Even sitting in the kitchen, I was like, this is weird, man. My spidey senses were freaking all kinds of freaking tingle, tingle, tingle. And then I found out later, and I'm like, that was a fucking weird house. There's a fucking weird people. Yeah, yeah, yeah they had yeah. some weird shit going on. That's creepy. Yeah. What, do you ever remember any awkward nerves? Some of your first initial appointments? Just so, like that, you know. That's interesting. You're probably you know really good about discussing. Or... About why? It's well, just weird. It can be weird like, hey, yeah. You shoe horses? Yep, I shoe horses. Let's set an appointment. And that person doesn't know that you've never fucking done it before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like on my... Well, keep yeah, in mind, I, or I worked with... that you're like green as... Yeah, but I worked with... I mean, I worked with people on a on a daily basis for a year and a half. True. Got it. So, I mean, I was doing evaluations and... And I was doing appointments long before I ever did my own thing. Right, right. So then when I, but I wasn't going to people's homes. Mm. So like going to people's homes was, you know, that Man, was. I think about that now. That's weird. What? Yeah, it's just to go to people's homes and just like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I used to just do some kind of trips spots. me out. Sycamore Street, Nanny. I remember I got called out there a few times. 
I had my dog Gypsy. I was like, what? And I remember telling, I didn't know how bad it was over there. And then later on, I'd tell someone like, oh, I did an appointment over there. And like, dude, you know, don't fucking go over there. Go. Like, don't, don't, fuck, so, don't fucking go over there. But the funny thing is, I let my dog out. They'd surround your car, right? Like, I'm the white guy in this bad neighborhood. And mm-hmm. and um, I'd go to the back of my truck. And I remember, oh, fuck, dude, there's people. I'm like, I'm letting fucking Gypsy out. And she, she was a Doberman. Yeah, where are you? Yeah, and I, I let her out of the car. And like, the fucking seas part. <laughs> like, everyone's like... <laughs> Everybody yeah. backs. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, yeah, Gypsy, let's go. Foos. like she's at my side. I'm like, everyone's like, and then they think you're hella cool because the dog looks badass, but they're all yeah. afraid of dogs. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, well, and Gypsy was like a total sweetheart too. So I'm curious, uh, bringing your dog to someone's house that you're going to go train their dog. I brought my dog everywhere. I used to always have a dog. Yeah. Uh, what is your dog doing while you're working with someone else's dog? Or I'd just you know, send them to a place or park it or, or load them up in my truck. Or My dogs were very well controlled. Like, it was, if their dog could be batshit bananas, I'd be like, down. My dog's down. Yeah. Yeah. They'd, they'd, they'd be down watching the other dog act like a completely idiot or, or whatever. I could be, just be a fun puppy to whatever I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Or I load them up in the car if I didn't want them out, put them in the car or truck or whatever. But they were pretty. My back in those days when I used to bring my dog everywhere, that my dogs were pretty well controlled. Yeah. How old do you want the dog to be before you're you're like? Is there if someone calls you and says, "Hey, I got a dog, and he's a puppy." How old? Uh, you know, how old do you Start? want? Yeah. Oh, before man. they brought the dog, if they said, "I need," you know. Yeah, four bring months, the dog man. to you, or you go to the dog. Bring them young. Yeah, yeah, get them out young. It's four months, sixteen weeks. Mm-hmm. Imprinting. Imprinting is nothing more than doing re- repetitive things with the puppy, right? Whatever you're wanting to do, your sits, your downs, your your comes, your name recognition, your mm-hmm. yeses, your nos, whatever you're doing on, but just you're just repetitive stuff, right? Like you're not trying to get the dog to hold a position. You're just working. You're imprinting. So you're doing things, you, you just want to get, you do it over and over and over and over and over so it's ingrained into the dog's head, right? Yeah. To what it is. So that's all stuff you do early on. If you can do it good imprinting early on, if most people would follow through with good imprinting, that makes makes your training process for the next year so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. But mm. most people don't imprint. So they take a, so I say that you take a, you know, a four-month-old dog, right? So I use the example so I'll, I'll do this in a class. So you take, He has his phone. Yeah. <laughs> four? So four, right? It's just a calculator. So you take four and you're like, okay, it's four months, mm-hmm. right? How many weeks, give or take, in a month? Four. Right? So then I say, how old's your dog? 16. 16 what? 16 weeks. 16 weeks, right? So then I'll ask people... Because they're bringing me their four or five month old puppy, and they're like, "Well, I want you know, listen. He doesn't listen to me. He doesn't come. He doesn't sit. He doesn't down." And I go, "What are your expectations from an animal that does not speak English that's lived on planet Earth for sixteen weeks?" Right. Right. Yeah. And at that stage in the game, is they, a lot of times you see a lot of people's. But it doesn't mean that you don't. You shouldn't have expectations. It means that you probably have 
too high of expectations from an animal that just has no fucking clue what you're saying. So yeah, most of the time and, and dogs are super smart. They pick up on everything and they pick up on body language more than anything. Mm-hmm. But what they don't understand is you saying sit, 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 sit. You've never shown them what sit means. Like they have no idea and they haven't done 10,000 sits. So how now? And they're 16 weeks. So, you know, next time you think about it, as you're yelling at your dog, do you talk to your three-year-old kid that way? No. Yeah. Have higher, they have higher expectations of a, of a 14, 16-week-old puppy than they do from a three- to four-year-old child. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But not to say you can't have expectations, but you just have, they have, have to, to be realistic. realistic. Yeah, to... and then you have to put the time in, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be right. age-appropriate yeah. uh, expectations. Yeah, you want, a, you want the dog to be able to be you know, mature enough and able enough to be able to, to you know, quote-unquote, perform... What is it what you're asking it to do? Because that's what most of the time is you're asking the dog to perform some stupid shit. Huh. Yeah. Have you ever had to eat crow on a client? Like uh, like you messed up on a, a on a dog or a client or and you had to go and confront that person and say, Hey, this, this happened. Oh, I, I'm po- I'm positive I probably yeah. have. I have. I mean I um Or like uh Somebody came back to you and said, "Hey, um, well, you probably get this a lot too. Never mind. I guess it's nuanced." What? I don't know. <laughs> hey, my dog's not doing this. Oh, that's every, I mean, that's not me. <laughs> yeah. That's people most of the time. I, I'll take the leash, right. and you know, it's done. Right. But that's just, and then you know, well, it's you. No, you can do it too. And guess what? You can eat right and exercise yeah. also. So yeah. <laughs> I guess it's the complacency thing. Have you ever gotten complacent in business? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure or in the in my in in your service, like in uh, probably at the there's probably stages. Well, you would you you would definitely I'm I'm sure definitely because you just haven't been in business long enough. Right. So, but. Uh, Dries, like you get, I I would say that there's complacency that happens in your, like your burnout stages. And I don't know, let's say those were, there's probably always a little bit of complacency here and there as as you get comfortable. But I would say like really, like if you looked at times, you're like, okay, I just, you know. Like shit the bed or didn't want to do this or didn't want to. And then you're like, those are probably the times when you're like overwhelmed or like for me, I think like when business was a point where I'm like, I'm fried with people. I'm burnt with people. Like I just don't want to, you know, right. mm-hmm. you know, deal with it kind of a deal. So I'm sure, I, I'm sure there's Porsche, but the, you know, the reality of that is, is because you just might be good enough to fake your, to you're you're probably good enough that you can fucking get through your complacent behavior, yeah, right. Like you're so I'm yeah, I'm I'm probably yeah I, I so maybe that you know so then are you really being com, you know complacent? Yeah, I probably you know I probably was and and so I've had yeah I've had people call me out on stuff over the years. I've done stuff that's you know I've I've fucked stuff up. I've yeah of course yeah. yeah. What about you, Dries? Do you get complacent? Or a time? I'd like to think um, it's not so much... When it, so, let me back up a little bit. If I'm 
thinking of complacent. Let me let me ask you real quick. Okay. And and maybe I'll maybe this maybe helps. So in not complacent, do you ever put your guard down? Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's what comes to my mind is like anyhow. So that's yeah. No, that's a. Uh, I think that's still the same question, and it might be the better way to answer right. it or ask it. Excuse me. Um, there are t- times that I, I might let my guard down, or I'm thinking, yeah, no, I'm I'm cruising, you know, like, and I'm not cruising like because I just don't feel like pushing anymore. But I'm cruising because I got, I mean, I'm fucking trimming like a boss. You know, I don't, give me the crappiest footed horse you got. I'll, I'll trim that bad boy. I'm going to make it right, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like horse after horse after horse. And these are all horses that <laughs> I, uh, I see all the time. Like they're all on a rotating <laughs> schedule. Yeah. And so, um, and so I'll really feel like, you know, I'm, I'm in a good groove. And this is over, you know, maybe a couple months. And um, and you'll also go through periods where I don't, I can't get a foot flat. That don't look right. You can't take anything more off of it. I don't know how to fit it. It just, and I've been doing this horse for five years. Hmm. There was a stretch where I was like, I, I, I couldn't do it wrong. And then there's a stretch where nothing looks right today. Nothing does. Clients don't say anything nine times out of ten. If you know, I'm way harder on myself than. Yeah, would they've even noticed? Yeah, yeah most so. of the time, no. Um, however, there are times where, um, I because I feel like for myself, every horse I work on every day, by and large, I have to be trying every single horse. Like you can't take a horse off, you know, or you can't take right. a hoof off. You can't take, you know, a shape off. Like you have to be trying the entire way. You don't really just get to cruise because there's one, you, you have to have your head on a swivel because it's a dangerous job and they outweigh you. Yeah. Even the smallest one does. Um, but a, if you have it as an eighth different than it should be in length or whether it be uh, anterior posterior balance or medial lateral balance, a 16th, that is an exponential difference six weeks later. It might look pretty d- good right. when you'd finish. Six weeks later, when you come back, you're like, who the hell shot this? Right. right. Oh, wait. I, damn, I shot that horse? Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me hurry up and shoot before someone sees it. You know? <laughs> yeah. And... um and there are times where I'm thinking, I'll, like an idea will come into my mind, like, man, I haven't had a vet, like, give me the old, his toes are long, you oh, know, yeah. I haven't had a vet, give me the, uh, oh, well, we need to, you know, trim only the toe and, and back the shoe up comment, you know, I haven't yeah. got that in a while, yeah. you know, like, I'm, I'm looking pretty good right now, you know, <laughs> and then right. the moment you, that creeps into your mind that that's going on, oh, man, look out. Your phone's blowing up. You got text messages like, this vet's unhappy. Hey, I'm going to go, you know, um, vet says I need to bring it up here for a few times or whatever. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, you got this horse come up sore, can't figure out why, blah, you know, no, no, no. And it's stuff, some of it's in your control. Some of it's because you might let your guard down a little bit. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. 
it's beyond your control. But if you care, you feel like it's on you, even if it might not be on you, right? Yeah. And so I, I do find times where um, yeah, I might have been complacent or I let my guard down a little bit, and then here comes the rain and the thunder because I wasn't keeping everything. I wasn't trying foot after foot, not just horse after horse or day after day, but foot after foot. You know, you have to be giving that horse your best effort, you know? And even when you're doing that, the horse actually, I mean, they do well so often in spite of us. (laughs) In spite of, like, we're not, we're trying our best. It might not be that good, but the horse is actually doing good in spite of us. Right. Right. So... Yeah, I've definitely noticed that the uh, the foot will make up for my uh, for my fuck up in some way. And the beauty is, is the yeah. client knows so little about what we're doing that um, we can get away. Not, I don't saying we're getting away with stuff like we're cheating them, but it's sort of like when, um, like, if you were at a baseball game and you're in the stands and you're over here chatting with your neighbor right here, blah, 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 blah. Well, here comes a foul ball and it whizzed right past your head. If you were looking at the game because you're there to watch the game, you would have gotten out of the way. This ball wouldn't have hit you. But you're over here instead chatting with your neighbor, you know, and here comes this foul ball and it doesn't hit you. But guess what? It should have hit you because you weren't fucking paying attention. Yeah. You know, so you it, we would say you got away with one there, yeah, right? Yeah. That's what I mean by sometimes like we'll get away with one. The horse was just fine. I totally could have fit the shoe better, and the horse didn't suffer in any way. Right. But well, nine out of ten, uh, nine, nine out of ten farriers may have said like that was a great freaking job. Yeah, so, yeah. And there's other farriers where they would have been like, "What's wrong with that?" I think, man, yeah. I'd be happy to do that. Right. So right. If, <laughs> if the general consensus so. was to say, like, that was a phenomenal job. Right. And the 10 percenter said, nah, no, that was fucking horrible. You know, and I, but I must say, so, you know, the clients don't know how to do the work. And they don't really know exactly what it should look like either. But the client does know when it looks great. If it looks great, it looks great. Right. And the clients know it. So make it look great. Yeah. And they might not know if it looks bad, but it's still going to uh, not look great to them. Like, you, they'll tell right. you when it looks great. Yeah. You know? Um, and there's times where they've said it looked great and it wasn't great. But, you know, that's, yeah. that's what, uh, you know exposing their ignorance in it right but um yeah because you know yeah and then at the the end of the day the horses don't lie either so um they will eventually tell on you you can kind of be doing it wrong for a couple shoeings or for a little while or maybe even a year or two but they're going to get to an age the foot's going to go haywire enough or you know all these different variations at some point that horse is going to tell on you right yeah 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 so that makes sense i'd, I'd assume the same the same as with dogs or any other service yeah any i think any you uh, can only get away with it for so long before it's like 
Well, if you're calling, if you're, yeah, some, when you're dealing with the, like the public. Yeah. If you're providing a service. If you're providing a service. If you're coasting, it'll catch up to you. Yeah, it always does. Yeah. Always does. Always. It just, it can't not. That's capitalism, isn't it? Um, Or a free market society. Well, the mark, the free market society will weed you out. Right. If you're not living up to yeah. the service, yeah, well, there's that you're a lot of shitty people doing shitty service that are very successful in some yeah. sort of financial gain. There's a lot of people who just don't give a shit about, you know, whatever poor reviews yeah. or whatever. Yeah. they're still in business. There's a lot of restaurants that have a three star freaking review that are still in business. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Not that that's fair. Yelp is extortion anyway. But hmm. all right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well. We're at a crossroads. It's ten o'clock. Yeah. Yep. And it's an hour forty. Ooh. What? Brian, it's been an hour and forty with you? Forty, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I think we, we just yad at the same time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, bruh. Um, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Do it. Wrap it up. Like a motel date. I got it right that time. Like a motel. Last time I tried to say that, but I just totally botched you it. You said like a hotel condom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I should have said was like a motel date. Wrap it up. A, like motel, a, a 10 minute motel date. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I get it. So putting the condom on is right. wrapping it up. I don't know. I've never worn right. one. Me neither. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. I don't know. I've only heard people talk about it. <clears throat> well, we tickled a little bit about. <laughs> <laughs> about how dad became dad yeah yeah we didn't get the full story but we got a good little chunk i'd say ryan thanks for coming yeah. on and uh talking with us i hope you don't feel like we wasted your time <laughs> yeah nah, it was my first experience with the headphones and yeah microphone. no it was good it was fun Are you guys yeah. you have you been listening not I listen to sorta. portions here and there of yeah. thumbs. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. Oh, some here and there. That's yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'll listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've listened to at least one or two because I got a text that you're. Call- well, you were calling I think out I was a quote. He- I might have been here. Right. Oh, right. I, I might have. I might have. You might have been, but this was a. I feel like this was like a oh, week later. I think Gabe called you out on something, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, like that was a bullshit freaking. Yeah, like that, that fucking kid doesn't know what he's talking. But about. that was about a week Step after that episode, testicles. I think. So. Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I do hear. I, I will. We don't. It's in fairness, I don't listen to hardly any podcasts. So yeah, right. No, yeah. I don't. We don't. I don't feel. I gave my, but I don't feel yeah. offended. No, I don't. Every now and again, I'm like, oh, I should go click on it and listen to what they're saying. I will listen to, you know. <laughs> like check in to make sure we're behaving. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can, sometimes I'm like, I can't listen to that. That's, well, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> okay. That's going to drive me nuts. Uh, it's got to be, just got to strap in for the silly yeah. sometimes. Yeah, it's cool. Get going. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I don't know that I provided anything. What? what I don't know. I'm not you provided. Sure. Okay. Right. Yeah, you, you delivered, want, bro. You know, that's one thing is that I kind of forgot because we just started doing episodes on our own. I kind of forgot the path. A little what bit do you mean? Of the pod, yeah. which is to have people on and just hear their stories. 
you know? Nothing yes. crazy. But uh, if it's a little chunk of that story or the whole story or whatever it is, just to hear it and listen to it and, you know, kind of uh, because I'm interested in people. I think we're both interested in people. Yes. And that's the point of this podcast because we're just interested. Yeah, one thing we've found, though, is that uh, it's not easy to just go get somebody to come yeah. on the podcast. So. Really? I don't Yeah. Yeah, I don't no, I mean. Totally. Um is, People don't want to go on or they don't want to talk or I think that it kind of weirds them out a little bit. You yeah. know? It's like they're I now committing it. to something that has some sort of permanency, you know? Right. Um, I don't know. Right. It's not an organic conversation after dinner. Or they yeah, over they a might bottle of wine. They might be afraid, yeah. like, well, I don't know what to talk about, you know? Anyhow. Yeah. Well that was my <clears throat> my thing was it was more like, is there gonna be some sort of like structure surprise yes no structure yeah no like are you gonna do you have what are we gonna do talk about like i don't know what's the i don't remember what you guys i heard you guys talk about some shit and i'm like what the fuck are they talking about <laughs> what i, I, I know, like here's some like i'll hear something on the pod one of your podcasts and i'm like what the freaking hell is that like i don't yeah so like is there if you're gonna have now for you guys chatting i get it because then you can just you know right. do your but like i'm thinking okay if you're gonna like have Somebody on, like, shouldn't there be? Yes. Shouldn't you want to? If yeah. you want to know something specific about him, then yeah, there should there be, be some bullet points. Yeah, right. like, it, yeah. that's it. Just bullet yeah. points, right? And then you yeah. can veer and go whatever and do whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, like I said, I'm glad that you uh, came yeah. in to chat with us. And um, at some point, <clears throat> I'd like to chat with you some more because there were some questions I feel like we kind of didn't really get to. I do think you're a high mm-hmm. performer in what you're doing. And I know that there's some things that, uh, you know, you do to sort of keep being a high performer. And so I'd kind of like to chat about that stuff. Yeah. Some oh, more I at love some that point. type of conversation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd love to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we'll do you. a round two. But we'll do a round two. Thanks for letting me play. Yay. Yay. All right. Love you, Drees. Love you, Gabe. Love, love you, Dad. Both. Good night. Bye, Rye Guy. Bye. Sam Orion.